0: Sarcasm Speaks. Uh, Jared and Bob here uh, for you tonight or today, this morning, whenever you're listening to this. It's, I guess it's kind of tonight for us. The sun's still out, so that's kind of nice. Uh, no, but it no is. it's not. Oh, I don't know. You want, to... You want,
1: it, you want it to be dark now, <laughs> yeah. but at 6 a.m., light is good.
0: Yeah, yeah. We need that sunlight in the morning, not now. I also wouldn't know because I have to pull the shades in this room when we record because uh, otherwise the glare like fucks up everything. You know what I mean? The lighting already is tough enough in this room. Like sometimes I I look like I'm a, in a fucking hostage video. Like my, my face gets really dark because it's the, the only light in this room is actually behind me. So when I shift angles, sometimes if you're a YouTube watcher, or if I ever wear a hat um, while we're recording, um, it's uh sometimes it, like I said, it looks like I'm trying to hide my identity, but it's just, you know, it is what it is. It's the lighting in this room. What can you do? It's not a, uh, it's not a studio. <laughs> we're, we're a very low budget podcast in case you haven't, in case it took you 444 episodes to figure that out. I think this is four, no, this is 443, 444 will be next. So uh, technically we are we've crossed that mark and we're over 450 because uh, we did those degenerate specials early on. But uh, anyway, speaking of degenerates and sports, we got a hot topic right out of the gate here. Um, lay it on me.
1: So I'm very frustrated with professional golf right now. And it's actually, it's it's twofold. I'm very frustrated with actual professional golf, and I'm very frustrated with golf media and golf idiots.
0: Okay. I'm So I, I know where this is going, and I'm actually glad. I'm not trying to sidetrack you here, but... Um, I mean, we've talked in the last like week, but we haven't talked about this specifically because I wanted to get like a fresh take on it. Uh, And I'm I'm glad to see where you're headed with this. So
1: So, number one, part of my frustration is still like this PGA Tour versus live thing. And it's just like people cannot let it go. Just let it fucking exist. Yeah. If you don't want to watch it, cool. I don't need to know that you don't want to watch it. Just don't watch it. That's it. That's all you have to do. Now I'm also kind of frustrated because like I don't I don't mind the product. If you want to get into the Saudi Arabia shit, you I, I'm not smart enough to know where all the money comes from. Cause I had a guy at the gym and he was like, He was I'll never watch a second to live because I, I just I, I cannot understand where the money's coming from. I'm like bro did you ask
0: him if he stayed at Hilton hotels. Didn't bother. <laughs> did not bother. We spent, remember, we spent a whole episode yes. finding out what else and it's like, the Saudi Arabian government In order to not in. be a
1: hypocrite, I'm not smart enough to know. So, right. whatever. Fair. But now, like, today's playoff was, like, Brendan Steele, Danny Lee, and fucking, I don't even know who. And it's like, so now Liv's product sucks because you can't even get the big names to win there. And I'm like, yeah. Golf's in a weird place. I don't know. And I think Liv should probably just like lean into the partying, the private jets, the shorts, the hooded sweatshirts. They should probably just lean into that side and just become the heel. Like
0: Yeah. Go full heel. Like just become one. the
1: NWO or DX, like whatever it is. They should just become the heel. Absolutely. And, and embrace it.
0: I agree. I agree with you on that.
1: But moving away from that because that's you know probably being a dead horse it just <laughs> combines with my frustration
0: it's we have
1: we have what came out this past week that the usga and the rna mm-hmm. are going to look into bifurcation or i guess Yeah, I think they're looking into bifurcation. Yep. So what the fuck is bifurcation? Bifurcation is a different set of rules for professionals versus amateurs, specifically speaking, the golf ball. So they want to roll the golf ball back for professionals and elite amateurs in an attempt to put a cap on distance. Now... You may be asking why, and there's a few reasons why they want to do this. One, I think they like control. Now, That's a little bit tinfoil hatty. I think. I think they that's just, a fair point. They, they just want to put get their hands on something that they don't need to get their hands on. Yep. Now, if you look past that, some reasons why rolling the ball back is desirable to some people. Some people don't they don't like viewing the PGA tour and they they want they want guys to hit longer clubs, harder shots. They call it quote unquote shot making. Um the idea and the argument they always use is that they want to see guys have to hit like Driver three wood, driver four iron, like more often, and they say that every par five is driver wedge, and it's like if you actually so the flaw in the art so that that's that's the argument they don't like that everything has just become either bomb and gouge or driver short iron. They want these guys to hit longer clubs. So there's a few flaws with that logic. Number one. It's not the case. They're cherry picking certain things that they don't like, and they're using that as their argument. Right. Number two, because I'm not going to go too far into that, because it's it's a flawed logic. Like like so, the, the flaw in the logic is that the logic is flawed.
0: Is that a is that a straw man fallacy? I don't
1: I don't know what that is.
0: <laughs> it's just
1: fucking wrong. Like
0: yeah yeah.
1: Like there are statistics out there that show that that is not the case. These guys have plenty of sh- like long shots in. Right. Number two, the equipment has actually changed over time. And people go, yeah, it goes further. No, it does not go further. They were able to take the loft of an eight iron, for example, but it's really the loft of everything. They were able to decrease the loft, change the center of mass. Get And accomplish the same launch character or optimal launch characteristics with a stronger club. Right. So when these guys hit eight iron into a par five and they're hitting it from fucking 180, yeah, back in the day, 180 was a six iron.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Because they've made the loft stronger. Like the 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 club companies, technology, physics, they found a way to take a shorter club and make it go further. Yeah. So
0: so if anybody like is is confused out there, basically, if you play golf, you know, or if you don't play golf, you know anything about the clubs, you know they're all numbered, right? But then you might notice that as they get to the shorter clubs, which are the wedges, the numbers disappear, and then the numbers just get bigger, right? So they go like. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then all of a sudden, you're looking at like 48, 50, 52, 54, 56, 58, all the way up to 60, 64, whatever. So, those wedges are actually named for the degree of the club. So, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see my hand. Like, if something was a 90 degree club, it would be, it would actually probably be like, it'd be completely it would be flat. flat but if it's a zero degree or a lot of times with putters, putters are like three degrees. Yeah.
1: Like three, one to three. So it's,
0: it's not quite flat, but it's basically flat. Um, So then everything goes in between. So again, if you're watching on YouTube, so like a three iron might be, you know, uh, 18 degrees of loft. um, And then it goes up from there. So if like you said, if you know sixty years ago a six iron went 180 yards, maybe that was a, you know, uh, uh, I'm just making numbers up here, but maybe that was a 30 degree lofted club, right? But now that the eight iron goes 180, maybe that is a 27 degree lofted club, right? So the loft is stronger, but they, like you said, they change the center of mass, so now the ball goes further. You know, it's, it's just, it's, it's technology, right? It's, what happens. It, it's technology. And it's
1: just a stamp on the bottom of the club. Like that's the problem. Like the, like people, are like oh, I, no one, no one hits six iron into greens anymore. And it's like, yeah, that's because an eight iron flies as far. Jack Nicholas fucking six iron is today's fucking eight or nine iron. Right, right. Both in terms of loft and how the ball flies.
0: Right. And it's like, you can't do this, right? Cause we don't have a time machine, but if you gave Jack Nicholas an eight iron, from today to play with back then, he would probably hit it, hit it just as far
1: as they do now.
0: Yeah. Because yeah.
1: he was he was he was a bomber back in the day. And that's yeah. the thing. People people don't want to acknowledge that either. Right. The reason he was so much better than everyone is because he hit it fucking further than them all.
0: Yeah. Same thing with and Tiger. Was
1: super, and was supremely talented.
0: Yeah. The exact same thing with Tiger. They use they I mean, I'm sure I don't I don't know this for a fact, but I'm sure they did it with Jack they literally changed the layout of some of the courses because of tiger. Right. Like if for in particular at Augusta, what is that 11 or 14? One of those holes, they added trees on the right hand side. It was 11. It was 11. Yeah. They added trees. And then when he because, won in
1: 2019, he just fucking threw it in the alley over those trees.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, people, people forget, right. That he was so fucking good and he could hit it so much further than everyone else that they literally had to change the layout of the courses specifically for him to make it harder you know so i like i said i'm i I don't know for a fact they did that with jack but i'm sure some courses did back then you know but it's the game it's how it changes and it's technology right it's it's like it's it's all this is what happens when old white guys bitch about stuff. It's it's literally old man yelling at a cloud.
1: Well, don't let off the architecture crowd, which I'm still going to get to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of the architecture crowd, too.
0: Yeah. So I I, I can't say I got into it. I had the begi- the beginnings of a discussion that never actually went anywhere because they just sent me to their Instagram page. Um, but the guys from the fried egg podcast Oh Um, God.
1: Yeah. They're architecture people. So let me, let me, before you get to the Friday, I'll get to the architecture side of things. Okay. So another argument is that classic golf courses can't sustainably or can't reasonably hold uh, championships anymore because they're not long enough. So if the, if you dial the ball back, you can bring back some of these places. The only problem is these places ain't coming back. They are not coming back. I fucking assure you they are not because when you talk about like old major championship venues, um, I don't know which ones because I'm not that much of a fucking nerd. I know which ones people like, but I don't know which ones like sustainably like you can, not whatever. But like, uh, I think maybe COdo. I I could be making that up, and I don't know. How to, I don't actually know how to pronounce that. That's where Jack Nicholas grew up. They want to but bring f- back Williamette. <laughs> well, whatever, whatever the fuck they want, like. <laughs>
0: But is that it's how like you somebody... say it, or is it
1: we amet? Well, Francis, we met.
0: No, is what's the one that you played at in the up oh, on the North Shore? Oh, it myopia. In, my yeah, myopia. That's what I knew. I had yeah. a weird
2: name.
1: But the problem <laughs> is with some of these places is they don't have the infrastructure for the crowds, the media, the players. Like they they don't have that stuff. Like they don't right. have a footprint. So it's not the length of the golf course. It's not about adding tee boxes or making it shorter or whatever. It's the infrastructure that goes with hosting an event that they can't do. So some of these places that these people want to see again, you're never fucking seeing them again. It's not happening right now. If you want to tell me that Southern Hills got a little clunky because they put some tee boxes where you had to hit over greens and shit like that. Sure. That's clunky. I'll give you that. It's a little goofy. Should it be like that? Probably not. Does rolling the ball back 10% change anything? Nope. It doesn't. Yeah. It really fucking doesn't. I fucking tell- promise you that. So the architecture people for championship venues, they want to see some things get back into possibilities. And I don't think that's happening. And then they try to parlay that into like everyday courses or everyday memberships need to keep adding land. But the amateur game, that's not pertinent to the amateur game. It does. It's not – relevant it's not real like right Sharon country club is not adding t-boxes to deal with length
0: yeah it doesn't happen yeah amateurs don't hit the ball too far
1: no and that's in the usga distance insight thing
0: yeah the average the average scratch golfer probably 240 i i was gonna say 270 is the average drive way too high way too i hard. just i i fuck, I just read it this morning i started reading the four foundations of golf
1: i'm fairly certain that a scratch average scratch golfer is 240 off the team yeah it could be
0: could be because the a 20 handicap is 209
1: yeah And i think the average male is 225
0: yes yeah yeah so scratch um, is probably 240 then you're right i
1: think it's 240 270 i think is way too far
0: 270 might be tour is that tour average
1: uh, could be. Yeah. I think tour average is probably closer to 80 now. I also don't know what he what year he was referencing for that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so then like, just be like, and then they go, well, do you really want Augusta National buying more land? What the fuck do I care? What do yeah. I care what Augusta National does? Yeah. Like I give a fuck that they had to buy more land.
0: Yeah. Who gives a shit?
1: And guess what? They bought more land and dudes are hitting five iron into that green yeah you know why because a five iron is about the loft of a fucking two iron from back then yeah well the ones that they're hitting fuck I don't know. yeah it's so so that that's the architecture crowd <clears throat> so the fried eggs specifically they get into the architecture stuff
0: yeah so they like i said i i I would say I tweeted at them, right? Because it wasn't a um it wasn't an argument. It wasn't a beef. It wasn't even a back and forth. Um, so they tweeted and they go, if you're opposed to the regulation set forward by the USGA and RNA, then why should there be any regulation in golf? Why not have drivers and golf balls that fly perfectly straight and 500 yards? So I ignored the second half of that, which is ridiculous hyperbole. I was gonna be a dick, but I decided to go the civilized route. Weird for Twitter, um, because I I I actually looked at the stats, and the average drive has gone up. I think eleven yards on tour. This is on the tour average has gone up eleven yards in the last ten years. So I was gonna reply and say, well, if you want a driver that goes five hundred yards, you're gonna need you know, whatever, like fucking 265 more years before we get there, according to the trends. But I I, I didn't put that in, like trying to be a little bit civil. Um, so I replied to that and I go, uh, I know Twitter isn't the first place to go for civil discussion, but would you be willing to explain how this is a good thing? My initial thoughts point to a less exciting product with top guys hitting at sub 300 Instead of 315 and and more. And also, doesn't this hurt the average players more? Also, um, guys that average 280 to 290 will now be sitting at 270, but the bombers still hit 290 plus. So, like you're still gonna have the disparity, right? So if a guy like Rory McElroy, who averages, I think on right on tour this year, I think he's averaging 326, which is really, really fucking high, that'll come back a little bit. Um because the the highest on average last season, I think was 321 or 322. Um, and like I said, it's gone up about one yard um, a year for the last like 10 years. So like I said, that 326 will probably come back a little bit, but um, so if you have Rory that averages 326 and you have a guy like Brian Harmon, right, that averages 280 and you roll the ball back, okay, well now Rory can hit it 310 right instead of 326 well now brian Harmon, instead of hitting it 280 is going to hit it 265 270 so like the disparity is still there for like the people that are like oh it's bad for the game like whatever all this stuff by by pulling back the top guys you're actually kind of fucking the guys that are average that, that don't hit it long you know like so i don't i don't like that part of it either um And I think that's lame. No one wants to go out there and watch Rory McIlroy absolutely pipe a driver and have it go 298, right? Like that's fucking stupid. Well, people do. Yeah, old fucking losers. Like absolute fucking losers, right? It's the same. It's It's not the same, but it's similar to the whole thing with baseball, right? Like when was baseball the best? In the 90s, right? The whole thing. Chicks dig the long ball. Like that's a legitimate thing. Like people love the explosion, the 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 big play. The no one's getting fucking excited about a a hit and ru- a pinch runner going in in the third inning, so the team can do a hit and run and then bunt a guy over. It. No one gives a fuck about that anymore in base. Like. It, it it's doesn't it doesn't get people excited. People get whoa, excited whoa. when you fucking hit a home run over the green monster and landed on the Mass Pike.
1: What were some of the most exciting singular events? Not results, not performances. Singular events in the last three years, say. In golf. In golf.
0: Uh, I mean, Tiger in nineteen.
1: No, so right? that's a result. That's a performance. Okay. What I'm going with is Bryson driving in the fucking oh. park trying to drive a par five and fucking one.
0: Yes. Yeah. The, and like Bryson, every time
1: he got there, it's like, get the cameras on this guy. Right. What's he gonna do next?
0: I forget what course they were at, but there was one. Well, he Bay Hill, he drove close. it over the water. Yeah, he hit it over the water. That's what it was. Yeah. He hit he hit his drive like four twenty or something.
1: Something crazy. And it's like that was super compelling because he did it. Right. And then some of the other stuff. He goes, ah, I might bring a forty-eight inch driver out to Augusta. <laughs> like okay, he goes on thirteen. I'm just going to try to hit it through everything. Like those yeah. were some like that was some of the like that was some of the biggest talking points.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's it's you know when Dustin Johnson was at his peak and he was winning, he was hitting the ball further than everybody else, right? Like he was absolutely nuking the ball um Rory now that he's found well you can't really say he's back because he hasn't really won anything um well he won the CJ cup or something like yeah he November. won in the fall but okay I'll give you that but I wouldn't say he's back back he's not back to his you know 2013 form um but he's like inching back to what he used to be and he's absolutely fucking nuking the ball further than everybody. Like. That's what people want to see. That's what people get excited for. People love Rory right now and he crushes the ball. People love DJ, you know, four or five years ago because he was nuking the ball. People love Bryson because he was did exactly what you said, hit it over the water on Bay Hill and fucking hit a drive 420. Like, do people get excited about Brian Harmon? No. Do people get excited about uh Webb Simpson? Webb Simpson. Right. What about John? Well, Jonathan Vegas does a kind of hit it a little bit long, but
1: he, he hammers the ball. Don't worry about yeah. it. He just, he's not that good. He's people still talk to this day about Zach Johnson being the worst oh. masters champion. Yeah. And why he laid up on every par five.
0: Yeah. Cause he doesn't hit the ball far enough.
1: And the weather fucking sucks. So great strategy for that tournament specifically, but everyone hated it. Everyone hated that tournament.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, go, go ahead. What are the, what are the,
1: what did did they even, what did they even say?
0: So, so that's what I said. I go, you know, it'll hurt the average guys and I go, but I recognize I might be ignorant to your point. So they replied to me and goes, Andy actually did a video on it, explaining that idea, um, on our Instagram page and they sent me the link to it. So I'll play it really. It's not that long. It might only be like 45 seconds, but I'll play, I'll play the video that they linked me to and, uh, see what you have to say
2: from the USGA and the RNA that would really limit the golf ball. I mean, we aren't talking huge changes here. We're talking 15, 20 yards for the very top end of the PGA Tour college ranks of men's golf. You know, there's two opinions here. Yeah, they aren't doing enough or, hey, they're doing too much. The game of golf is so popular right now. I personally fall under they should do a little bit more, but this is a really good change for golf. We see with regularity 320 yards drives on the PGA Tour. And really, we need to make long par fours exist again. They just frankly don't exist. We have to have par fours in the 500 and plus yard range for them to even have a chance of putting a mid iron in a player's hands. If you boil this down and let's just use 320 yards as a long player, let's just look at a 480 yard par four. This used to be a really long par four that would make everybody hit at least a mid iron in to it. If we take 20 yards off the 320-yard driver of the golf ball, they're left with 180 yards in. That's probably going to be a 7-iron or a 6-iron. Right now, at 320 yards, 480, they hit 320 on a 480-yard hole. They're hitting a 9-iron in. Now, take an average player on tour, 300 yards, 20 less yards. They're hitting it 280. They're going to have 200 yards in. We're going to actually see these guys hit 5-irons with consequence outside of par 3s. The problem right now is outside of maybe one long par three on a golf course we never see a long iron of consequence i hope that the pga tour takes this role and implements it it will make what the players have been talking about a lot we want to improve our product this will improve the product because there will be a wider variety of shots hit by the best players in the world and that's a big win for golf fans it's also a big win for talented golfers the most talented golfers when you ask them to hit more shots are going to rise to the top you know this is a really good first step to reigning in the distance problem in the professional game of golf
0: no there is no distance problem right so what are, what are your initial thoughts on that it just
1: it comes from a particular golf fan yeah so it's someone that's in that architecture shot making artistry point of view right you guys are already golf fans you're going to watch regardless whether you fucking like it or not if you want to get casual golfers involved, it's not what they fucking hit in the greens. They don't care. Right. It doesn't actually matter.
0: I guarantee you if I go out right now and ask Amy if she would rather watch Rory hit an eight iron into the green or a four iron into the she green. She would give a flying fuck. She'd like, I don't give a fuck. That's it doesn't, mat- it doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I'm more than a casual golf fan, and that doesn't matter to me. Because, like it's still really fucking hard to hit a green with an eight iron from 170 yards. You know what I mean? Like that's not easy to do, you know? So the, the, the cool thing, and I'm going to wait before I I get super deep into talking about the book, um, because I'm, I'm about a hundred pages in, um, and there's 400 pages a little bit more than that in the book. So I'm literally just about 25% through it. Um, Well, that's the, the four foundations of golf by John Sherman. It's uh, it's pretty good so far. Um, Like I said, I I won't get too much into it. The beginning is, is, is fine. Um, I'm, I'm more into like the actual stuff now, uh, but I'll talk about that later. Um, But the interesting stuff that he talks about is a lot of the stuff or similar to the stuff that Lou Stagner talks about on Twitter, where it's statistical, you know, from the fairway, 180 yards out, uh, the tour average is 20 yards from the pin. Right. So that's pretty fucking hard. If you have a pin that's tucked, you know, front, right, or like, you know, wherever it is, if it if it's tucked to one side or front or back of the green, if it's not middle, middle, basically, like the average is 20, I think it's 20 feet. Uh, or something, it's, more,
1: it's way more than 20. That, no, 20 whatever. yards,
0: 20, 20 yards. It's
1: somewhere. It, no, it's it. So, it. I don't know I'm what I'm gonna the number have is. to go get. I, I Tr- almost trickle- brought the book with me. I don't know what the number is, but it's not but close. Six, 60 feet's too far for average. 60 feet's too far. Wait, 180. Yeah, I think 60 feet is too far because
0: I think it's pretty Maybe close. It to is 60 20. feet. I think sure. if you miss,
1: because if you miss a green. Yeah. 20 feet's too close.
0: But it's so it's 20 yards like radius, right? Like it's Oh, so ten aside. No, no, no. That that would be diameter. It's 20 yard radius, so it's like within 20 yards of the of the pin. Is usually where the ball lands for a tour pro from 180 yards in the fairway.
1: We'll go with it. I don't know if it's right or wrong. But like It could, it could that's be. That's not
0: super close, right? No, like It's not. So if you're inside of that That's above average, right? Because I'm I'm at the part of the book where he just introduced strokes gained and like kind of how it works and and shit like that, but like people don't take that into effect. And one of the things that that John Sherman talks about in the book, and he uses in the context of um, why people get so frustrated with their own golf game, is the TV product ruins how we think golf actually goes. And he says this. In the book, he goes, what they show on TV basically is a highlight reel. They're going to show you the best players hitting the best shots, closest to the pin, making incredible shots, you know, whatever. And then when you get to the weekend, you're watching the leaders, right, who are playing the best on the course that weekend because they're the leaders, right? So they're making the shots. They're hitting that. He goes, "You're you're not seeing the guy who went out and shot a 79, right? You're not seeing shots from the guy who had a really bad day and shot an 82. Like you're you're seeing the highlights from the guy that went out and shot the 67. And he talks about like, there are pros that go out there and have bad days. And again, his, his angle that he comes at it from is like manage your expectations type of deal, like with your own golf game. But I could easily take that same information and show it to these guys, whether it be the fried egg guys or just that people of that ilk, right? To be like, you're, you're, you're overreacting. Um, because like this, there isn't a distance problem, right? And it's it's already hard enough. Like, oh, you want us? you in particular want to see a guy hit a six iron into a green instead of an eight iron. Okay, well, as it stands now... That eight iron lands within a twenty foot radius on average, or tw- uh, twenty yard radius on average. So now you want to see guys, you know, if you're if you're hitting a six iron from fifteen yards back or twenty yards back, now you want to increase that to what a maybe a thirty yard radius. Like now you're gonna get guys like hitting their approach shot going into the bunkers. Like it's not gonna be as exciting from a fan standpoint, right? Like, again, do you, from, as a fan, this would, this would be a a great episode to, to have the couch mic for Amy to, to ask her like, as a, as a casual fan, would you rather watch a guy go out and shoot a 65 or hit longer irons and shoot a 70? Right. But like everyone shoots higher, you know what I mean? So it's like, I guarantee you should be like, yeah, I'd rather see the 65, right? That's like, Rory. Yeah.
1: He, he, he says bogeys aren't good. Not good for golf.
0: They're not. Like, cause no, cause th- part of it too, right? Part of the allure, there's a couple things here with, when it comes to golf. Part of the allure with golf is that we play the exact same stuff that they, they play, right? Not w- to a degree. Right. Like some people and some people do. Right. Like if you play with a pro v one ball, right? That is what like sixty-two percent of the guys on tour play with the exact same pro v one ball that's developed in fucking Fairhaven or a Cushnet in Massachusetts, like 25 miles from where I live. Like they're all produced there. The same balls that those guys use are the same balls that we use. The Stealth 2 driver that, you know, maybe some someone wants to spend $600 on is the same Stealth 2 driver that Rory and Colin Morikawa and Scotty Scheffler, they all use a Tiger. Like, it's the exact same stuff, right? Like, and that's attractive to people because they're like, wow, this is really cool. Like, I can use the exact same thing. Like, someone who's a NASCAR fan can't hop in their car. And be like, oh yeah, it's a fucking, you know, whatever. I don't even know if they're V12s, but they're definitely V8s. But they, there's this like massive fucking engine in a car that goes 200 plus miles an hour. Your car can't do that, right? Like if you're going to go play recreational softball or you want to be a, a high school baseball coach or a middle school baseball coach, like you can't step up to the mound and throw a 96 mile an hour fastball. Like it's not going to happen, right? Like it's... It's, so it's like some of it is kind of the same, some of it's not, but like golf is literally the exact same equipment. So some people like that, right? The other thing is you want to watch people do stuff that you can't do, right? What Again, the allure, we'll go back to baseball. The Alora baseball is the guy that throws 103 miles an hour. Aroldus Chapman, right? He can throw 103 miles an hour. That's fun. That's sexy, right? Why? Because regular people can't do that. If they change something with the baseball or, or what did something, right? To 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 make guys throw, you know, in the, the low to mid 80s? That's not as cool, right? Like, like um, my buddy Neil played Division Two. I don't know what Stonehill was in with baseball when he Two. was there, but played Division Two baseball. He could probably he could probably throw the ball eighty at least eighty five miles an hour, like somewhere in the eighties, right? Like, do I want to watch a guy in the major league the major leagues throw the ball the same that like the guy that I hang out with? can do like that's not as cool, right? Like, do I want to go watch Scotty Scheffler hit a drive, you know, who 90 when, you know, I I can I can play with you or sometimes with Vinny, right? Like sometimes Vinny can absolutely pipe one or Bill like and you can hit it like 280, 290. Like that's not as cool. Right. Like you want to see the guys do you want to see them do stuff that regular people can't do like why like uh it's different you know up here with high school football versus like you know down south cuz they're they're real real uh men not boys but like for the most part what's the allure to the NFL versus high school football like why is high school football up here not popular because the people are smaller they're slower they're not as good right like you watch guys in the NFL they're fucking huge and they're fast, right? Like that's you want to watch guys you want you, uh Randy Moss, right? Run ran a what a 425 something 40, like one of the fastest motherfuckers ever to, to play wide receiver. That was fun, that was sexy, right? You want to watch Randy Moss blow by people. You want to watch um who else is a fast wide receiver in the NFL, right? I don't know why I'm blanking on names. But like Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. You want to watch Tyreek Hill just absolutely dust dudes. Like it's not cool to watch a guy run like a four-five as a wide receiver. Like that's like it, you know what I mean? Like it's not it's not fun. Like it doesn't do anything for uh, the the fans. So yeah, but no, but go ahead, roll the ball back, make it so uh make it so guys, you know, can't hit it as far. So also to their point in that video, that guy Andy said that um there's there's too many guys that, that can hit it 320 or average 320 while while I was t- while he was going, I looked it up on PGATOR.com stats. Let me guess there's
1: three. Two. Oh, because Bryson's gone.
0: Rory McElroy right now averages three twenty-six with the driver. Brandon Matthews. Is in second at 320 and Cam Young is third at 315.
1: And is this total distance?
0: No, this is average. Or is this is carry. This is this is just driving distance.
1: Okay. That's so that's that's total
0: distance. That's total distance.
1: Yep. Um, because the other thing they could do is not make the fucking fairways a fucking springboard.
0: Yeah. Soften the fairways.
1: Yeah. Keep them longer.
0: Yeah, then the ball will go as far. Keep the fairways longer. So, like I said, water them more. You know, like it's
1: Oh, sustainability. Yeah, (laughs) you're gonna piss those people
0: off now too. So there's two. There's too many guys on tour that average 320. Was literally what they said, right? That that's what he. That was his. That was his quote. It's a direct quote. Too many guys average 320. There's two. Yep. That's too many, apparently. That now we have to change the entire fucking sport.
1: We have to change this. We have to change professional golf for Brendan Matthews.
0: Yeah. Like it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. Right. I just, I just don't understand it. And there are uh, the players hate it. I haven't seen one. They don't want to hit the ball shorter. I haven't seen one player on tour come out in favor of this. JT gone. has come out. JT has been pretty vocal. Justin Thomas, for anyone that doesn't know, um has been very vocal against it. The Cushnet company, which is the parent company of Titleist and and um and Footjoy, uh, they wrote like a I will I won't say a scathing response, but they've they wrote a very strongly worded response to the USGA and the RNA um, and JT actually retweeted it. So, you know, I think Rory has come out and said it would be stupid. Um, I haven't heard anything about Scotty, but Scotty doesn't really talk much anyway.
1: The Hoff, the Hoff came out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Charlie Hoffman. Keegan Bradley. Yeah. All of, I, like I said, I haven't seen one Tor pro come out in favor of this
1: because it's a stupid idea. It's because it doesn't matter. Like the selfish the selfish wants of a small population are driving this and it's not relevant. So really so to to kind of move on a little bit but stay on topic. So you can so we can bifurcate or we cannot, right? Cuz some right. people have said bifurcation is stupid. If you want to roll the ball back, even though I don't agree, that's better than bifurcate. So everyone hits a ball shorter. Now, why would you want to do that for the amateur? You wouldn't. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It really doesn't. Right. And then you have to re... So you have to... Then you would have to also change some stuff. So, you know, if we're going to play the same... Like, so if we're... If we're on tour and you're going to play the same tees and you're going to have longer balls into greens, you need to make the greens bigger because a ball that's designed to catch a shot from 180 with the dispersion of a seven iron is not the same dispersion as a five iron. So you have to make the greens bigger. If you're going to ask them to hit longer clubs in, which is the same thing for the amateur game. So unless you're going to move the tees up and start, and like redo everything like it just seems like an unnecessary type of thing so that would be like if you roll it back for everybody right the other thing that's not clear is when the usga and the rna come out and say we're going to roll the ball back for professionals and elite amateurs blah blah blah, they never said men Mm. they didn't specify that's weird. So they're gonna make women who have no issues with distance. Yeah. You're gonna make them play a fucking rolled back ball? Why? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. They already hit like they already hit long clubs into right. greens or whatever. Right. So okay, so you can move them up. So you can play shorter venues if that's what you want. But like. They If if they're going to do this rollback, they better make it for just men. Because they have not specified and the women do not need a rollback. They for sure do not hit it too far.
0: Yeah. So I just found, I just looked up some stuff from, from Lou Stagner, um, from 175 yards in the fairway, a Tor Pro hits it inside of 30 feet to the pin. So that's if you draw a, that would be a 30-foot radius, right? So a circle around with a 60-foot diameter. Yeah. 52% of the time. So I would say that's on, aver- on average... on good. Holy shit. They are... They're more they're more likely than not from 175 yards in the fairway to get it inside of 30 feet. Yeah. So
1: that means their average proximity is around 30.
0: Right. Right. So they're they're really fucking good. <laughs> the from uh 175 yards in the fairway for a five handicap. They get it inside of 30 feet, 21% of the time. So less than half of what a a tour pro does. So it's like, do you want to watch, do you want to watch the tour pros play like five handicaps? Like, is that what you want? Right? Like, is that a roundabout way of saying like, that's what these people want? They want to see more difficulty going into the green. They want to see more missed greens. These people right? are
1: insufferable. That's 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 the thing. These people, they're just, like I said, it's a selfish desire of a very small population yeah. because they care about what club gets hit in the 13 at Augusta. Yeah. I don't. I don't I re- either. I really fucking don't.
0: I guarantee you percent know you know of people You know what don't.
1: I care about in 13 and 15 at Augusta? I care about where's the fucking leaderboard and what are those people doing? Like, does someone have an eagle putt? Right. I don't care how they got there.
0: Yeah. So, people are fucking assholes and they're going to fucking... They're going to ruin the game if they, if they move forward with it. I hope... I hope that a
1: couple, that a, a few certain things happen. Number one, I hope that the PGA Tour does not adopt this rule. Because then, if they don't adopt the rule, then there is no rule. Because the USGA won't say, okay, well, for the US Open and for the Open Championship, you got to use this other ball. That's idiotic. Yeah. I also hope. That the equipment manufacturers just go, nah, we're not going to make a tour ball, yeah, because pros don't the pros don't pay for the balls, right? So if they have to put R and D in production into a tour ball for people that don't pay for their equipment, who do you think pays for that R and D? Right,
0: we do. We pay. So you're. $44.99 Forty-four ninety nine pack of pro v ones is now gonna be fifty-four ninety nine.
1: Which I think they already are. I don't buy pro v ones, so I don't know what the going rate is.
0: Yeah, I truthfully I don't know either.
1: I want to say they like sixty bucks a dozen.
0: Yeah, so get ready for 75 bucks a dozen then, if that's what you want.
1: So I, if I was an equipment companies, I'd just be like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, we're good.
0: And I think that's what a Kushnet did. I think they they kind of came out and was like, "This is absurd. We're not doing this." So it'll be interesting to see. I, I haven't. I the only reason again I saw it is because JT retweeted it, um, and I follow him. I don't think I follow a Kushnet on Twitter, but I might. So I don't. I don't follow any of the manufacturers like Titleist or Strixon or Mizuno. Um, but I'd be interested to see what they they have to say. I would imagine so right the now, reason they the don't reason you just it. said they're against it. So it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. Hopefully they don't do it. Um, and in more insufferable golf news, um, and as is tradition on this show, uh, we've done the last few years, uh, the the Masters menu, dinner menu, uh, was released from uh, Scotty Scheffler. So anyone that, uh, that doesn't know, every year uh, before the Masters begins, They do, they have what's called the Champions Dinner. uh, And the winner from the previous year gets to select the menu. Literally, whatever they want, uh, Augusta will make. So naturally, um, people had fucking shit to say about Scotty Scheffler's menu. So I'll read it. I'll read it for you real quick. So the Masters Club dinner. Served in honor of Mr. Scotty Scheffler. Uh to start out, we have cheeseburger sliders and firecracker shrimp.
1: Uh the soup. That sounds good enough to me.
0: Yeah, sounds good. So uh the, the cheeseburger sliders are served Scotty style. I don't know what that means. Uh and the firecracker shrimp is sweet Thai chili and sriracha mayo. Yeah, I mean I'll just have I'll have the shrimp. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with that. I'll eat the sliders. I don't know if this. I'm I'm good with both of those actually. They both sound delicious. Uh next we have a tortilla soup, right? It's got avocado, crispy blue tortilla strips, sour cream, cilantro, and lime. I mean, it's soup. We're both on record here. It's soup. Soup sucks. Right? Like, yeah, it's it's whatever. It's fine. It's it's a soup. I mean, um, I
1: personally I would skip soup in general. I would
0: probably skip the soup as well. Yeah. So then for dinner, we have the choice of a Texas ribeye steak or a black and red fish, which comes with family style mac and cheese, jalapeno cream, corn fried Brussels sprouts and seasoned fries. Both of those sound fucking delicious. I I got no issues. I'll get the ribeye. Yeah. Yeah, I will also go with the ribeye because anytime that's a choice, uh, you pick it. (laughs) And then for dessert, They have the warm chocolate chip skillet cookie um, served with milk and cookies ice cream. Sounds fucking delicious to me. I won't tolerate such a thing, but yeah, yeah, sounds (laughs) fine. So, people on Twitter, again, so for anyone that doesn't know, Scotty Scheffler is from Texas. Um, People on Twitter are like, where's the barbecue? Where's the ribs? Where's the where's the Texas style barbecue? It's like Are you guys are you guys fucking for real? I think Speath did that. Yeah, he did. He did. He, I think he had ribs and it was like a you know, it was like a smoke. Maybe he had brisket too. I don't know. I don't I don't remember. I'm not sure.
1: Um and I feel like Patrick Reed had something like Fucking chicken fingers or mozzarella. Yeah, I think Pat like, didn't Patrick Reed do I don't know. Che-
0: cheeseburgers and French fries or something. Like he, I remember he had a fucking weird dinner.
1: I don't remember, but it was, yeah, it was like right up his alley. Yeah. Like something a child would eat.
0: But so someone, someone goes, Scotty, Texas Roadhouse Sheffler, right? Like, oh, okay, fuck you, right? Like, I don't, I don't understand, I don't understand that. Right, and then other people are saying, "Oh, the menu has as much flair as Scotty." Okay, like, what the fuck does that even supposed to mean,
1: right? Like, what what was he supposed to do? Come out and give you Hideki Matsuyama's menu? Yeah,
0: like he is a relatively boring dude from Texas. Like he is. He's a he's a God fearing Texan, right? Like he's just. That's what he is, right? He's he's very plain, um, but that's not a, a knock against him, right? That's who he is. Like, did you want him to come out and be like, you know, oh, we're going to get Wolfgang Puck to fucking design some crazy French-style dish and, you know, it's a Peking duck with the bone in and all that. Is that what you wanted from him? Like, it's he is who he is, right? Like, he's from Texas. He went with the ribeye. I don't get the hate for being like, "Oh, there's no ribs or what's what's the barbecue here? Like you supposed to be from Texas." Blow me. Right? Like, like that Do they
1: not eat ribeyes in Texas? Do they not have cattle?
0: Yeah. You ever hear of a uh what what do they call a big a a big cut of a ribeye with the bone in? Like the cowboy steak, right? The cowboy cut. Like pretty sure Massachusetts doesn't have cowboys. You know
1: uh, that's only you, native to wyoming sorry yeah
0: yeah when you hear cowboys you think texas right so i did like look
1: it up that is what pat patrick reed served that it was like choice of salad it was a ribeye i think it was like generic sides yeah. and whatever the fuck for dessert yeah now well, i the best response i saw i think someone was like oh that looks pretty good and someone's like "Oh, that thing like whatever it was and then someone just tweeted back and just goes Win the masters.
0: Yeah, that was Trent.
1: Oh, was it Trent?
0: Yeah, yeah. So Trent from, from foreplay. Someone, someone was like ripping on Scotty's menu and Trent replied and just goes, win the masters.
1: Yeah, then you get to pick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like someone else, some fucking jabroni who like no blue check mark, no famous, no nothing. They just go, if I'm a past champ, I skip this. Well. Well, guess what? You're not a past champ. Like, hey,
1: well, you, hey, luckily for all of them.
0: Yeah, they won't be in attendance. And,
1: dumbass, you can get whatever you want. That's just his menu. You can order whatever you want. Right. That's how the champion's dinner works. So when one of these guys from whatever the fuck country picks their uh, traditional food, and you go, I don't know what the fuck that is, and I'm not eating it then you order whatever it is you want. You want Texas barbecue, get it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Augusta National is probably one of the places cuz there are there are dining rooms. Bay Hill might be one, not sure. Where when you ask, "Can I see a menu?" they say, "No. You can have whatever you want."
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you say me anything?
0: All of your bacon and eggs. <laughs> and you say anything and
1: they say, "Yes." Yeah, whatever you want, we will make for you.
0: Now, I think what you what you thought I said <laughs> was I want a lot of bacon and eggs. What I actually said was give me all of your bacon and eggs. <laughs> yeah. I call this turf and turf.
1: <laughs> a
0: ribeye with a side of fillet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> With a cigar and whiskey, because I am because yeah. Amer- this is America.
0: <laughs> oh man, Um so yeah, fuck ev- fuck everyone when it comes to golf and people bitching and complaining about the dumbest shit. So yeah, I think Scotty's menu is is great. It's fine, actually. It's fine. Aside would, from the soup, I, right? Like tortilla like would, soup doesn't. That's my thing. For
1: me. I would skip the soup. I would. I would have the shrimp. I would skip the soup. Mm-hmm. I would get the ribeye. I'd fill up on sides and I wouldn't eat dessert because I won't tolerate it. And that's fine. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so beyond good with that.
0: Well, I mean, you could have the cookie part and just not eat the ice cream.
1: I will fill up on the ribeye and the <laughs> yeah. sides and
0: yeah. I will not eat the dessert
1: because yeah. even when there's dessert offered to me, that's not fucking too much dairy. I still don't eat it. Yeah. Cause I would eat rather eat regular food.
0: Fair. It's a fair point. All right. Well, um, for anyone that doesn't, you guys don't know this, but we're actually recording two episodes back to back here. So uh, you want to wrap this one up and then uh, we can take a quick break and start our second episode.
1: So I'm going to preface this. Which I have already spoken to Michaela about what I'm going to speak of. And I have told her I am about to present and you're going to workshop with me for anything I forgot a list of wedding songs that should be banned at all weddings. Now, I understand that not all of these are – I am not submitting this to the band and saying you can't play any of these. (laughs) I'm going to make a couple suggestions. I've already been vetoed on a couple suggestions. (laughs) So this is just my opinion to songs that should never be played at a wedding. Despite, I'm not saying, but again, I am not saying that our wedding will have none of these because that's not what this is. But it does coincide with us, you know, figuring some of that stuff out. So right. I've already, I've already prefaced that with her. So you don't need to like listen to this and be like, oh, I heard you're not playing any of these songs. at No, it's not how it's going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in my opinion. In my strong opinion. These are songs that should not be played at a wedding. In no particular order. Anything by Journey. (laughs) That's a great one to start with. (laughs) Anything. Uh, Nothing. Yep. Number two. Shout. Don't need to hear it. 50 fucking years later. Don't need to hear it. It's not that good. It's not. Not to be undone. Twist and Shout, whatever that song is. Don't want to hear that either. <laughs> um, Celebrate or Celebration or whatever the fuck that song is, don't need that one either. No need. Yep. Yep. No need.
2: <clears throat>
1: Love Shack. Oh, my God. Of which I have a personal
0: vendetta against. Yeah, that is the ultimate worst fucking song
1: well, I don't know. I actually, I think if you said it has to be any, so I said anything by journey, shout twist and shout, celebrate love shack. If you said you have to have some of that, one of those, I mean, it's better than journey. I think. Yeah. Like journey does Cause that's the thing. Not only does journey not fit a wedding when people play don't stop believing. It doesn't make any fucking sense.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, now, I don't know if this actually happens. Anything by Tom Petty should not exist at a way. <laughs> I don't know if people do that, but...
0: Well, I mean, it's white people barbecue stuff, so... Well, Tom Petty is
1: esto facto white person barbecue music. Yeah. So, <laughs> figure if there's a way, um, then that'll happen. Uh, I didn't know people still... I didn't know this was still an option, but like line dancing, like the electric slide macarena chicken yep. dance, like... nope,
0: Absolutely, 1,000%. Ban it. Burn it. Burn it. What, cotton-
1: what about Cotton Eye Joe, though? Nope. I hate it.
0: also hate it. I hate every single one of them. Dumbest cotton. things ever. And you know what also ju- it's not necessarily a line dance, but you can add it in that group is the YMCA. Yes. By the, vi- the
1: village people. Which Fuck I hope the people aren't people. still doing.
0: Yeah. I hope that village burns down with the and people.
1: And then... I got to add two because it's uh, relevant to Massachusetts. Shipping up to Boston and Sweet Caroline.
0: Oh, the worst. The worst. I'm glad you put Sweet Caroline on there. Song fucking sucks. That might actually be my most hated song of all time. Partially also... Because, uh, well, one, because of everyone in fucking Boston loves it, right? They're like, oh, sweet Caroline. Oh, it's awesome. we played at the Red Sox. Oh, but she's seventh inning stretch. Oh, sweet Caroline. Let's all stand. Fuck. Besides that, fuck right off, right? Does that all have
1: anything to do with Boston?
0: No, it doesn't. All that is bullshit, right? The second part of that, Neil Diamond can absolutely fucking suck down a shotgun because he's a pedophile. Because oh, he, I, I found out that he wrote that song about Caroline Kennedy when she was like 13. So that song is a, like sweet Caroline is about Caroline Kennedy. And when that song came out, she was 13 years old. So Sick, Neil Diamond can fucking jump off the Tobin for all I care. I doesn't like, fuck you. Like I, I don't care. Like I, I saw this thing that someone, obviously I found it on Twitter um, and I went down the rabbit hole on it. Someone wrote this like big, long thread this one time about why Neil Diamond was a piece of shit. And he was like creeping on Caroline Kennedy and she was a a child and all this stuff. And they were like, yeah, he's a pedophile. Fuck him. So now, now I'm all set. Right. I already hated that song. I already thought it was fucking stupid. But now that I know that context behind it, fuck him. Like I said, I, I hope he fucking falls off the Tobin for all I give a shit. I did meaningless right and to all the people that love it and celebrate it and sing it all the time i hope you're fucking happy right like i it, you probably have no idea what the song is about so like fine i guess right but but now that you do know what the song is about if you continue to celebrate it you can you too right Like it doesn't matter so um we all have it i've been pretty 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 strong in my feelings for the 445 episodes of how i feel about people that do anything to children so you can fuck right off um what else we got
1: <laughs> oh it's <that's> my
0: list <laughs> oh all right <laughs> um trying to think if there's anything else oh white wedding that's that's oh, yeah. billy idol yeah you can play literally any other billy, billy idol song if you want i don't dislike billy idol well but you don't know play what white wedding
1: i would say no because what the fuck are you supposed to do to it at a wedding yeah it's true If if it okay if it's not supposed
0: to air guitar it (laughs) yeah (laughs) like no yeah um what else trying to think um I
1: don't know I mean that's what I've come up with
0: yeah I just Googled like worst wedding worst songs, wedding songs about that. uh it's pretty great actually um and this is
1: this is this doesn't include slow songs because obviously oh, brown
0: eyed girl van morrison ugh. that's a overplayed
1: yeah i would say because if we were including like slow songs or like first dance songs um there is no need to play aerosmith at your wedding
0: yeah no staying alive for the bgs Ugh. I don't, I don't need to, you know, unless I have to perform CPR on someone, <laughs> I don't need that song. <laughs> yeah. I don't. If anyone, I ho- I hopefully someone out there got that joke. If they've been through a CPR training class, um, yeah,
1: that's like the right beat or whatever. Yeah. That's the, you're, so you're supposed to
0: follow that beat. It makes me so <laughs> mad. Um, single ladies by Beyonce. That song sucks. Um, yeah, I think that's what I got. I just Googled all those. So, yeah, those are the worst wedding songs ever. I think that whole list should be banned. Agreed. I have 100% in agreement with you.
1: Now, now, again, I don't know if I can have my way on that one, but. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um. All right so what do i want to run with um my final thought is let's just continue to get angry about stuff because this has been a very angry episode um there was just announced that there is going to be a fifth john wick movie um so if you know me you know, I, I love John Wick, right? I, the first one is the best one. They progressively get a little bit more goofy as they go on. Um, and I I like the movies bec- mostly because it's like mindless action, right? Like we don't get like good action movies anymore. Like it just doesn't happen.
1: Um, John Wick's my go-to on a plane.
0: It, absolutely. John. It's like... When we were younger, right, like when we were growing up, like whatever, middle school, high school, and even before that, Um, you know, we had 300. We had um, Jason Bourne. J- yeah, Jason Bourne. Um, Die Hard was a little bit before. Die Hard was like the late 80s, I think. Yeah, that was before us. Um, Lethal Weapon, I think was in the 90s it might have started in the late 80s but carried through the 90s um we had these like great action movies and we like don't really make them anymore right like we don't get like pure like action let's go do this thing like everything has to have like a love story or like this like deeper meaning I'm trying to think of like the most recent like action movie I probably watched was Gray Man with uh Ryan Gosling which was pretty good right with um Chris Evans was the bad guy in it um I thought it was a pretty good movie I thought it was entertaining but like they had to sneak in some sort of like love part of it like gone are the days of like Rambo right and like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Taken right where it's like just I just want to see a dude fuck shit up for 90 minutes and then like go about my day, right? Like, like again, 300. Like I used to watch 300 and then be like, I am ready to bench 300 fucking pounds, right? Like, let's go. Like I'll run through a wall. Like it was just gets gets the people going, right? We don't get those movies anymore. John Wick is the closest thing we get to that. So part of that is nostalgia. Part of that is I just like it. Um, part of that is like, I just, just save the lovey dovey bullshit for like, you know, a rom-com or something. Like if I want to watch a rom-com, I'll watch a rom-com. Like some of them are pretty good, right? Like Matthew McConaughey made a whole career for 24 or 25 years of his career doing great rom-coms. Like I'll go watch any one of those that came out during that time. Um, or what's that other one with Ryan Goss? Crazy Stupid Love. Great rom-com. Good one. Awesome. Like it. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. But I love John Wick, right? It's just a it's a good series. Like I said, the second one, and the third the third one is more goofy than the second, which is a little bit more. But some of that I think is is done on purpose, like tongue in cheek. Um, I forget which one it is, but obviously in the first movie, um, the Russian boss right? Talks about the story of John wick killed a guy with a fucking pencil. And he goes, who does that? And then I forget whether it was the second or the third movie, but there's a fight scene where he kills two guys with a pencil. So it's like, that's what I mean. Like it's goofy, but like it, they do it on purpose. Like it's kind of actually funny. Like if you stop and think about it again, awesome, awesome series. The fourth one is actually coming out next month or in may within the next two months. I think it's either coming out in April or May.
1: It might be coming out in the next two weeks.
0: Yeah, that could could be it too. Um, So John Wick 4 will be coming out pretty soon. So again, they announced that there will be a fifth John Wick movie. However, because I guess this is the world that we live in.
1: John Wick comes out
0: on Thursday. Oh shit. All right. So that's pretty fucking sick. Um, So... John Wick 5 is not going to be called John Wick 5 because John Wick is actually not in it. Well, he is in it, but he's going to be a supporting character in it. The movie is going to be called Ballerina. And yeah, I, I knew this. It's going to be about the the, the girl that's the assassin. In, so in John Wick 3... When John Wick goes into the Belarusian woman, like the old lady and hands are the cross and is like, you owe me, I'm part of this, whatever, like save me bullshit. There's a, a woman, a young woman like dancing on the stage. It's that woman who is an assassin that now they're gonna do a movie about. And it's a movie that no one asked for, <laughs> right? And without, with running the risk of sounding sexist, um, I think it's going to suck because no one wants it, right? No one asked for a female John Wick, and I don't think it's going to do well in the box office. I don't think people are going to be like running to be like, oh, I got to watch this movie about the ballerina where John Wick's going to be in it, but... He's going to be in it for like a couple scenes or whatever. Like it's, I think it's absolutely going to bomb. And I think people are going to take that or the Hollywood people are going to take that and be like, see, just more evidence that people are misogynistic and no one cares about women. And this is a great movie. Meanwhile, you take those same people like six months ago and ask them what they think about the John Wick series. And they probably would like, oh, it's gross. Oh, it's just action. There's no plot line. Oh, there's nothing to it. Like, oh, it's just things blowing up and he kills people. Like, I guarantee you. But now, though, you take those people. Now that there's a female lead in the movie, and they're like, oh, it's brilliant. Oh, it's oh, I think it's Anna de Armas is gonna be is gonna be the the lead. Um, is it? Is it? Did I just I make it that gonna up? Be the, I,
1: th- I thought it was the girl that was on the stage.
0: No, it's a different girl
1: oh god okay um i mean that's probably a good thing though you probably want to get a name
0: yeah it is anna de so for anyone that doesn't know she was the um she was the maid in knives out um she's been on a lot of stuff she's pretty good actually She was in the most recent bond movie yep she was um she played she marilyn was in that movie monroe.
1: that fucking sucked yeah the marilyn monroe movie was awful
0: yeah, I didn't like, see real that. bad. Well, I didn't see it either, but yeah, it got fucking killed. Yeah. Um. Oh, she was also in the Gray Man. Look at that. Oh, that's right. She was the she was like the love interest, like female lead in the Gray Man. That's funny. The Man. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, she's going to be the ballerina and I don't think it's going to be any good. And I think it's going to bomb. And like I said, I just I gave you the whole rundown of how it's going to go. Uh, but well, those those are the same people that probably hate John Wick.
1: <laughs> hopefully, this movie is uh, Shang Chi and not Eternals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> So with John Wick Four or the Ballerina? The Ballerina. Yeah, because there's there's no
0: harm for me if the movie's good, right? No, no. And that's the so, thing. I'm not saying I want it to suck. I want it to be good. Because I might watch. I'm not going to watch it in the theater, but no, once I it will- comes to streaming, I might watch it. Right. I could, I, I could I watch like, it on a plane. I like John Wick. Right. And, I, and I'd like all three movies, and I'll probably like the fourth one. So when this movie comes out, like I'll probably watch it whenever it makes its way to streaming. Right. Like I don't want it to suck, but I think it's going to suck. And I don't think it's going to do well in the box office. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll see, call me a misogynist, I guess. Whatever. Fuck off. I'm better than Neil Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, that's going to do it for us, uh, for this episode, uh, again, for us in our time on our timeline, uh, we'll be back in like five minutes for you guys. We'll see you guys on, uh, to Monday, Monday, this is Thursday's episode. Um, so thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, smash the like button, subscribe above, uh, tell everybody, you know about the show. Um get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod, uh, on Twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks, on Facebook at sarcasm speaks, uh, the website. You can get us at sarcasmspeaks.com. You go to the merch store, buy some merch. You can go to grillyourassoff.com and use the promo code sarcasmpod to save 15% off your entire order every single time you check out. Uh, and for the time being, you can continue to go to mybookie.com. Uh and even though I I cashed out my my account um, and use the same promo code SarcasmPod to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks over there. Uh hopefully not by the next episode, because the next episode for us is only in five minutes. But hopefully two episodes from now, um, we potentially have a new sponsor. I was not able to get it done in the last couple of days. I know I mentioned it in a previous episode, but stay tuned in there. Uh so until next time, good night, everybody.